Hello, and welcome to Used Up Pens, a podcast presented by Drawings by Trent. We begin our wrap-up of Season 4 with a two-part Q&A. Come join the Used Up Pens crew as we answer your questions. Here's your host, Tristan Moore. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Used Up Pens podcast. I'm your host, Tristan. Thank you for tuning in. We have our per-usual guests, the parents. Hello. Right here. Oh, wait. Hello. Hey. <laughs> cool. Let's so, go. So, it's just the three of us today and Trevor in the background. <laughs> We're going to do a Q&A. These are questions that we got from our socials, from our followers, probably, or maybe just random people who saw us, saw Trent. Who knows? Who knows? So, the first question. Go for it, Corey. Okay, question number one. How does Trent know how all of these animals look to draw them perfectly? Trent had- Well, let's ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Boff. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he would say. Trent has loved looking at pictures of animals in books. He has little cards of animals. He loves reading facts about animals. And he's just kind of been obsessed with animals since he was very, very young. Yeah, so he has studied them a lot just looking at them. But also, he probably has a photographic memory. Probably. Probably. He maybe could see it once and draw that good. I don't know. I have no he idea. He can't tell us. I think he, the way he can draw different, like the, like the backside animals that he did that are on the back cover yeah. of his book. The way that he can just whip those things out, and you remember that that particular set of images, he started with the tail of each animal and then drew the rest of the animal. I think he somehow has like mapped a 3D image in his brain of each of these animals, and he can just like rotate it like a CAD drawing or something. Yeah. He can, because he can draw upside down just as well as he can draw right side up. Yeah, we can speculate all we want. And obviously his brain works different yeah. than the typical person because he can do this crazy thing. Yeah, we it's just speculation because I don't think we'll ever be able to know. I remember when Trent was really young, we heard that many individuals with autism see in pictures. And like that's like they use the PEX system and some things like that. And so it's easier for them to probably not communicate, but it's easier for them to relate in pictures or something. Yeah, and well, Temple uh, and, Grandin talks about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think she wrote it, a book about it. She wrote I a think book it's on pretty it. obvious that when Trent sees something, he sees like the whole image. Like if he looks at a picture, like we typically would focus in on one, like the the person or something. I think if Trent looks at a picture, he sees the whole thing hmm. as and it's one, and it's one deal. I used to say he'd be really good at like like computer coding because he could see a line of code and know exactly what it's supposed to look like. He wouldn't have to look through each. That's thing. some big speculation you got over That's there. big speculation, but. <laughs> hey, what's okay. our next question? Oh. I'm, I was just about to say, I'm, I'm going to move on to the next question. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people ask if Trent can illustrate their book. Well, our answer to that has, has always been that because language is so difficult for Trent, it would just be really hard for him to interpret the book and to draw pictures that go along with that. Plus, I don't think he would enjoy it. Yeah, and he, he doesn't do have like comprehension skills. Yeah. Like he like it doesn't s- seem like he can read something and comprehend what he's read. So Trent's uncle has written several books and 
he's had to go through this process with his illustrator. So the illustrator reads the book, Jeff gives him like some ideas, and then he comes up with all these like mock-up, like rough draft things. And then the author and the illustrator go back through that. And the author has them make changes. Like Trent wouldn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. And so. He would um, get very frustrated. We get very frustrated mm-hmm. with it. And we get people who are, they're kind about it, but they're like, well, I just let him draw whatever. Well, yeah, okay, we say that, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the end result has to be good and it has to be what you envision. And this is probably just going to stress Trent out too much. And he does have an illustrated, he has illustrated a book, but it was backwards. Most of his drawing is because he wants to do it, not because we ask him to do it. The only times we really ask him to do it are because of social media stuff, Mm -hmm. of like drawing requests and stuff, which doesn't bother him. I think, I mean, Mm -hmm. he likes it, but that's one sentence and it takes him a few seconds. And it takes him a few yeah. seconds. And it's not what you expect normally. Right. He sometimes doesn't interpret it right. Yeah. Because he doesn't understand the language or he's not familiar with something. Yeah. Yeah. He, he Somebody commented on one that he did the other day where he passed on a zebra using an inhaler. Mm-hmm. And they said something about maybe he wasn't feeling well or something, and that's why he passed on it. And I commented and said, he probably passed on it because he didn't know what an inhaler was. Yeah. It's a totally why foreign concept he, to why him. Why would he know that? Yeah. Nobody in our family yeah. uses one. Yeah. I, and just, and to for, further illustrate language is hard, Some, but we get comments all the time. Can Trent draw what makes him happy? N- no, because happy is an abstract. Well, yeah. and feel, if he, he, doesn't, he can't comprehend that, understand. Draw what makes you happy. Yeah, if we said that to him, he wouldn't he w- be he able to He wouldn't get it. That. He wouldn't understand. But... He draws when he is happy. Yes. <laughs> because right. we can tell yeah. from his body language that he's happy, but right. not because we're like, what makes yeah. you happy? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He would not. It has to be in his time. He would yeah. not get that. Yeah. So the, so the book that he has, we actually found images in a sketch pad, and then the book was written around the images. So yeah. he didn't have to do anything. That's what you meant by we did it backwards. Yeah, we did it backwards. So the illustrations came first and then the story came out of that. Mm -hmm. And Uh, Trent didn't come up with the story at all. He just drew the animals a long time ago, right? Right. Uh, I don't know how long ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long. I thought it had been a while. It was after his social media started because it was in a sketch pad that he had gotten from a fan. Oh, Huh. But yeah, then we just came across those animals with the missing parts and stuff and like, hey, this is yeah. fantastic for a book called Drawn to Be You about how each of us are different. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a sharp turn to the next question. Can you talk a little bit about how it was when Trent went through puberty? That's why I said sharp turn because we were yeah. not talking no about joke. all about that. I know. When- Can I just say that leading up to that, all we had heard was horror stories about how bad it was and for from, boys and for girls. And yeah. from our doctor. From our doctor. From his developmental pediatrician. Yeah, from people who were supposed to know this is going to be horrible. It's going to be yeah. like, here's all the horror stories. I've heard from lots of parents that it, that their child has, their behaviors have gotten worse yeah. in puberty. So we were dreading it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not, yeah, not looking forward to it, especially with all the other kids 
kids in the house as well. <laughs> yeah, but it really, he really matured during that time. I felt like it helped him. That was, he was, well, he maybe, was a heart spring too, right? Yeah. yeah, he was a heart spring, but he was maybe 14 when I first saw him control an impulse to headbutt me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he looked at me and then his face changed and relaxed like, I, I was going to headbutt you, but I'm not now. And I about cried because mm-hmm. that's the first time I've mm-hmm. seen him show impulse control. And that was during that time. So I well, think didn't the maturing he, helped. Yeah. Didn't he show that restraint when he was like going to pinch you one time or something? It might've been me, but I thought it was you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that too. But I remember the first time was the headbutt. Like he then was right there. I think it look. was because I had my arm, I was touching him and he had his fingers on my skin like he was about to pinch it uh-huh. and he like got his face all scrunched up and mad you know and then he and then he did like it. let go yeah yeah so what <laughs> used to freak out his uh his staff at school all the time because he would put his hand on their arm and he would make that face like he was mm-hmm. just gonna pinch the crap out of them but he never did it yeah a lot of kids have like intimidation tactics yeah. like that yeah maybe i kind of wonder if he was so hard up to that point, I wonder if the people who see a turn the other way, maybe they're not as hard, and then yeah, and that's when they show their aggression maybe. starts to come out. Maybe he had just shown so much aggression that yeah. he was kind of done. I don't. It went the I other way. Know. Yeah. I well, mean, he, he also didn't got stop, but he also it definitely got, got better. Lazy. Yeah. <laughs> he got like I feel like well, he got more lazy. He, like I'm not going to fight you. On yeah. Okay. It is. Yeah. Like, like the that's question a lot of energy is about. <laughs> puberty and so like he did discover some things that's fair like any typical kid like any typical kid but we heard stories about inappropriate touching like in public and Mm -hmm. what like just whatever Mm -hmm. trent was very good he's always been very good about if we tell him like this is inappropriate you can't do this here Mm -hmm. then he just doesn't do that really like this yeah in, in some things and and certainly with that stuff, he always w- went into his bedroom, closed the door, like that was a mm-hmm. private thing. And, and he, we never told him he couldn't do that. We yeah, we, we always didn't say said, you can't do it. We just said you need to be in your room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he did. Yeah. Well, and it's the same thing with the bathroom. Like going to the bathroom, he still struggles with shutting the door. Yeah. Or whatever. But he, I mean, and he has his pri- like a private bathroom. Yes. That which helps. helps, yeah. Except for he gets in the habit of not shutting the door, yeah. probably because of it. But yeah, yeah, he's he is very good. I mean, very with the black and white. Mm-hmm. I can do this here, but I can't do this here. Mm-hmm. We did were you guys ever fortunate. have a social story for him about that stuff? I think oh. we did. Did we? I can't remember. A we lot were doing of that. kids. I think stories, we did. So I, I don't know that it was specific, but it seems like we did. Yeah. And we've also always, if he's in his room with the door shut, we always knock mm-hmm. before we come in. And, yeah. you know, he's not going to answer the knock, but at least he knows somebody's yeah. walking in here. Mm-hmm. And that has helped it's tremendously. It's like a warning. And it's a, it's a show of respect to him. Like, we're not going to. You're not going to be in trouble for anything yeah. because we're going to warn you we're coming. You yeah. Know? Yeah. If his door is ever, ever shut, we, yeah, we always knock. and Yeah. Okay. What do you guys do with his drawings is the next question. The only it's, time we've ever thrown away a drawing. It's a really oddly drawing. worded question. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only time we've ever thrown away a drawing is when it's something he has carried around and, and thrown around so much that it's like torn up or crumpled. But other, like his, some of those phone books when we moved oh, were just yeah. a, me- a mess. But other than that, they're all saved. He yeah. he saves them. We save them. The drawing requests, we keep 
And we look back through for maybe for a product or maybe it's not his best drawing. Of course, Mm -hmm. he draws with a lot more detail for his own pleasure, but they were fun to use for like the calendar that we did. Yeah. Um, So we just save them. We'd sell copies of their drawing requests. We sell five copies and then, and then we just kind of store away the originals. Yeah. And Trent doesn't necessarily just have them to have them. It's not like when you keep memorabilia, like if you keep your own drawings, I feel like people rarely do anything with those. But Trent will like grab oh, a phone yeah. book from mm-hmm. his closet at it, like any, any time and he'll sit on his bed and flip through it and look. And sometimes he'll add numbers to it or he'll add like names to it or maybe he'll draw on a page that's not totally full. I totally believe that nothing makes him happier than looking at his own drawings. Mm. And I love it. Like almost every Sunday he grabs a different phone book to take with him to look at his past drawings. Mm -hmm. Some of them are really old and he loves it. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember when you, around the first time, sorry, dad, when you guys had hung up that big, the drawing that you have in the hallway or on the stairwell now. Mm -hmm. Didn't you tell me that he like stopped, like he was walking by and he stopped and just like almost was like admiring his work. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I remember you guys saying that. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So yeah, he takes very good care of his drawings. And now a quick word from our sponsor. And if you would like to sponsor the Used Up Pens podcast, please reach out to useduppens at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by the Drawings by Trent Patreon, where you can find unique monthly downloadable images of Trent's art, weekly raw footage from social media posts, weekly videos and photos not seen anywhere else, and video footage of our podcast, Used Up Pens, a Drawings by Trent podcast, posted each time we record. We would love for you to join us. And now, back to the show. And if you guys are looking through a phone book for ideas or like for the next project or whatever, you ask permission, if I'm not mistaken. And he watches over us closely. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) don't mess up my stuff. Yeah. And when we're done with it, like he's, he wants to be the one to put it back. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll say, Trent, can I make a video with your books Mm -hmm. and he'll say yes and and I don't think he even minds if we do that when he's gone Mm -hmm. but if he's there he's like a hawk he wants to make sure we take good care of that those are his babies another thing is he only really cares about saving the drawings that he drew for his own pleasure Mm -hmm. I don't think he gives a rip about the request drawings yeah I don't think that's why we keep them Mm -hmm. in our possession because he doesn't care well yeah and I think maybe because they weren't his idea again I'm just speculating but right Yeah, that's what I think. They're not his in the first place that didn't come from his brain. So he's just like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read the next question unless you want to, Dad. Well, I just was going to... Oh yeah, I was gonna say it was a good it's a good opportunity to talk about the whole photographic memory memory thing. Like we, we can't ask him, he can't tell us. There's no way for us to know. But it really appears like he can flip to like he can go to his phone book and mm. flip to a specific page, and like he knows what image is gonna be. Yeah, he, just like in the movies when he moves it to the right spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> like when it, he wants to watch a certain clip in the yeah. movies. I mean, yeah, yeah. And so I, I think, I think it's very likely that he has a really good awareness of where every picture he's drawn is in every Which, phone book. Mind you, he has like thousands, 
yeah, of tons, pictures, tons, yeah, in like fifty phone books yeah. or something ridiculous. And I think he, more, I think he more. knows. And the other thing is, you mentioned the numbers that he puts uh-huh. on the animals. He will, he can. We found pages where it's just combined numbers. Mm-hmm. He knows what each of those number, the animal that each of those numbers represents, and then he can put them together. And that's kind of how he keeps track sometimes of the mixed up animals is he's got these. Yeah. So Which is it's wild. crazy. If you could just peek into that brain for a second. I be, probably couldn't handle it. Would be a <laughs> I'd be like, this is too mathematical for me. I can't. Yeah. Right. Can't do this. Okay. Moving on. Amy D asked if Trent was asked to draw the same picture again at a different time, would it be the same? It depends on what it is, and it depends on his mood. Yeah. Because I have seen him get a request that I've seen him draw before, mm-hmm. like similar, and I'm like, I know exactly what he's going to draw. Sometimes he surprises me. Mm-hmm. But so, like if he's feeling it in a giddy mood, if he's yeah. like happy and giggly, he might do something different. But like cats, yeah, he he's doesn't he draws the same really cat enjoy all it. the time. Yeah. <laughs> The only time I saw him draw a really good cat was when Janessa did that request for mm-hmm. the macaw and the cat. And he drew a really detailed cat there, but typically it's just slops it out. <laughs> Do you think dogs are the same way? Maybe. I don't. Maybe. Well, he, dogs are easier to distinguish, like the difference. Like, different kinds of dogs. Yeah. Yeah. We get, he gets a lot of requests to... Like if I send you a picture of my yeah. whatever dog, can he draw it? We do not take those requests. Trent does not do his best when he copies off of something else. It's best when it comes from his mind. Yeah. But I am always amazed that he has this catalog of all of those different dog breeds. Yeah. And he knows that a boxer looks different from a bulldog. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something he hasn't practiced drawing. Like yeah, when we look through his drawings... You rarely it's find It's usually dogs. like African animals. Yeah. And yeah. He seems to like those the most. Mm-hmm. He yeah. likes those figures too the most, I feel. Oh, yeah. His toys. Yeah. yeah. His little figures. Yeah, he barely has any I Okay. I animals. forgot to tell you guys this. This is not... <laughs> when you guys were gone, I he left to go to Flint Hills and he was going to stay at my house that night. And so I was going to... my idea was to pick him up from flint hills bring him to my house have him stay at my house and then we would go back to your guys' house the next day well i had told him about this but i i don't think he was i don't think he totally understood what i meant because he when i picked him up he was not super happy and so i asked if he wanted to go home first and he did but anyway he was he had left for flint hills i had packed him clothes his pills, blah, blah, all that stuff. And then I packed his Alistair tote bag with some of his animals, his, some of his figurines. Like I grabbed, like there were little tiny ones on his chair and I grabbed those. And then there were a few in that toy organizer mm-hmm. thing. And I grabbed maybe four or five of them that I had seen him, you know, carry around before. Anyway, he, we went to your guys' house after I picked him up from Flint Hills and he went into his room and he was looking at his toy organizer thing and like pacing back and forth. And then he was like touching an animal and then it looked like he was like looking around and I peeked in there and I'm like, Hey buddy, are some of your animals missing? And he said, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, there's so many in there. Okay. Yeah. There's like a ton. And he knew like as soon as he got in his room that they were gone. And I was like, okay, 
remember you were you're gonna come to my house so I grabbed some of your animals so that you could have them at my house and then he grabbed like a zebra or something that I didn't grab and he wanted the zebra to go along with oh so was he looking for the one to finish the bunch that he wanted to take was he looking for the zebra well I think maybe I had grabbed the ones that the zebra went into Mm -hmm. and I didn't grab the zebra because I didn't know there's like 20 million toys Mm -hmm. 20 million animals and he grabbed the zebra so that and then he like he brought it to my house and then he put it in his bag with the rest of the animals that's funny crazy yeah Okay, next question. Dad, did you have anything to add to that one before I move on? Okay. Can Trent decide if he wants to be on social media or not? Why not just post his art without showing Trent? Well, we ask him if he if if we can video. Yeah. And sometimes he says no, and then we don't. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he can say whether or not he wants to. I'm not sure he understands the magnitude of social media and yeah. how many people are watching But if we just posted a picture of one of his drawings, like we've done that before, Mm -hmm. and that does not show who he is. It doesn't show the process, how fast he draws, how Mm -hmm. he didn't sketch that. He drew that with a Sharpie or a pen. Yeah. You know, there's so much that's missed by just showing a picture. Like we can't even tell a story in text that will compare to seeing him in action. And he knows it goes on social media. He's been watching us do this. Uh, not sure he understands it. Not sure he understands the number of people mm-hmm. who are watching or that there are people watching. Uh, so we tell him, you know, so-and-so said you did a great job. Everybody loved your drawing of this. Or like this person from this country says hello or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so we we try to inform him as much as possible. We just can't be sure of how much he understands, but we do ask his permission, and sometimes he says no, and then we don't film him. Yeah, but but I think yes, Trent's art is fantastic, but there's a very strong connection between an artist and their art. Mm-hmm. And you think about all of the comments we get about how his drawing and whatever helps with anxiety, PTSD, all, all depression, all of those things, and how inspiring he is. And that doesn't just come from his art. Mm-hmm. It comes from who he is as a person. And so where <clears throat> Drawings by Trent is not just about the drawings. It's about who he is and his life and well, how far he's come. Yeah, and we get a lot of people commenting like that they like our family mm-hmm. and our relationship with Trent, like everyone's individual relationship with Trent. And that just adds to it. Like that adds to his art. Yeah. It's not. It's not just that oh, look at this drawing. It's like, look at this person who did this thing. Yeah. And also just seeing a picture of his art is not showing you how fast he drew oh, that. Mm-hmm. How fast that he, he draws it, the way that he didn't sketch it out or whatever. Right, so he didn't things. sketch it. How quickly he came up with the image and just mm-hmm. put it. And the way he drew, like yesterday, the donut day, he drew the hoof into the donut and you know he, mm-hmm. there's just mm-hmm. it's so unusual well i was i don't remember if i was watching a video if i saw it in person but he was drawing the penguin singing into the microphone or yeah. whatever yeah and he drew the hands of the penguin holding the microphone first and then he drew the rest of the body like i even remember being a kid and being like what in the world are you i mean secretively because mm-hmm. he didn't want anybody to see his art back then <laughs> right but like he would he starts in like the most craziest places 
And you have absolutely no idea what he's drawing until he finishes the whole thing. And then it's like, oh, duh, that's a lion or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know? And sometimes when he was little, he was drawing on my mom and dad's deck with chalk. Mm-hmm. And he drew this line and these legs. And then I could not tell what it was. It was huge, too. And he started drawing like these um, diamonds. And all of a sudden, he drew this the last line and boom, it was a perfect stegosaurus. Mm. And I was like, what in the world? Like <laughs> he was so little. That was yeah. back when he dealt, built the deck. He was maybe seven. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. I was so impressed. I'm like, I should have been recording that mm-hmm. on my little flip phone. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And for those who are not Patreons and cannot see the video, when she said, when he built the deck, she meant when dad built the deck, not Trent. <laughs> right, she no, Trent did not build the deck. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, but I think so much of, of Trent brings joy. His personality can be infectious. And his, how many comments did we get about the little laugh he did or how excited he gets when he finishes a drawing yeah. and he kind, of, he kind of taps it, it you know, mm-hmm. he stems on it and he laughs. You wouldn't get that. You yeah. wouldn't get any of that. Lately, people have been commenting, like, sometimes he pulls it and he reads it and he does a little giggle before he starts drawing. Like, he's amused by his own thing he came up with in his head. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, there's even a video, I think, I I used it to show class when I was talking about autism one time. But it's a video of just you guys running errands, mom. Mom and Trent running errands on a Saturday morning. And he is, like, he's stimming, like, all the time he's like laughing he's being funny he's like telling his little jokes Mm -hmm. and jokes of like jokes yeah (laughs) like uh, crying mr lunt or whatever anyway and and it shows perfectly like what his happiness looks like but also like his it shows his stimming it shows like because people who don't know anything about autism which is a a big portion of uh, just regular people right Mm -hmm. And by that, Mm -hmm. I mean just anybody and everybody. And obviously autism looks different, but we don't often see other people stimming like you would an autistic person. And so anyway, that I just think that video like encapsulates him and his personality along with his autism, like just like perfectly. Cool. He's kind of like a walking textbook. (laughs) And, and you think about like how many other comments do we get from families who have children who are just diagnosed Mm -hmm. or individuals. Like we've gotten a bunch of comments from individuals who are diagnosed in high school or adulthood. Mm -hmm. And, and they're like, I just like, I, something's always been off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just figured this out and watching Trent gives me so much hope. Yeah. And again, you wouldn't get that if it was just the, if it was just the drawings. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for listening to used up pens. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a five-star rating and a review to be read on the podcast. Remember, our primary goal is to spread autism awareness, so please share this podcast with friends and family. If you're looking for new coloring books, clothing, or other cool items with Trent's art, please visit us at drawingsbytrent.com. You can also use the handle drawingsbytrent to follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as always, thanks for listening.